Hello. And welcome to Bastards. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, and welcome to episode 510 of Film Bastards. I am one of your co-hosts, Mark Foster, and as ever, I am joined by... Becky Foster, hello everybody. And... Ian Loring, hello folks. And it is literally, what, four days since we last recorded? Mm-hmm. We're just very committed, aren't we? Yeah, we're very committed. Um, so yeah, we're recording on a Sunday, uh, which is unusual for us. Um, but this is due to holidays and bits. But we didn't want to, we didn't want to miss a show. But we've also, we've still got... We've still got an amount of films that we've crammed in. <laughs> so, so yeah, so we've got The Creator, we have Saw X, and we have No One Will Save You, that I woke up at 3am this morning and remembered that we had to watch. You didn't get up, did you? But I did got up at 7 this morning to watch it. Oh, I'm sorry for not getting up at 3am. I didn't get up at 3am, I got up at 7. Mm. <sighs> um, for you. It feels like a film that Becky would have vibed. It really well. does as well, doesn't it? Yeah. I'm thinking I might. It might be my airplane movie. I think it could be your airplane mm. movie. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah. I, I do. I was watching it. Going, I think this. I think Becky would quite like this. Uh, yeah, hey, Bex. I'm. I'm. I'm going to be honest. Then, not to be rude, but I recommend that you yeah, like yeah. go out of the room while we review that. Yeah. Okay. Because we get spoilery, and it's a film you. It, it's it's spoilery. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Oh, and what else have we got? What else have we got? We've got, well, we've got? We've got a couple of trailers, I think. I think we might actually have a couple of trailers. Um, yeah. And yeah, we'll have the usual bits and bats. I, I have a couple of what I've been watching. Becky's watched a lot of Saw, haven't you? Yes. yes. Oh, you can finish off Saw. Yeah. Yes. So we'll, we'll, we, we, we've still got stuff there, even though it was only four days since we, we, we last. Yeah, I've got a couple as well, actually, yeah. weirdly enough. Yeah. Nice. Uh, well, so we are a Pod Syndicate podcast. Go listen to our friend Shirts. Um... Yeah, you know what they are, but just go listen to them. Ian, what's what's been Hi, happening? Yeah. What's been happening in the the movie world? I mean, I, you know, like you say, it's only been a, a few days. There's obviously still a lot of talk about strikey stuff. So, um, you know, SAG after uh, are um, going to be meeting with um, uh, with the the producers for, uh, the union or guild, whatever, um, tomorrow. But. Yeah. Um, you know, there's gonna there's gonna be a fair bit of back and forth, most likely. You know, there's there's probably not gonna be anything going for a little while there. But um, yeah, so I suppose there's that really. Um, yeah, I don't know actually. Um, yeah, like I say, it's just it's only it's only been a few days, uh, unless yeah. there's anything that comes to mind. No, it's, it's only been a few days, and, and it does seem like I mean we've had limited movie news because you know there's not an awful lot has been happening because of strikes and things like mm. that. So, yeah, so... Moving swiftly on, then. Trailers. <laughs> um, so, there has been a couple, actually, hasn't there? I can, I can think of one. But go go ahead. Uh, Toxic Avenger teaser um, oh, trailer. yeah, okay. Uh, as, has happened. Um, a movie that I think everyone forgot about until it literally premiered the other day. Um, I mean, it looks like a trauma toxic Avenger movie, so I will watch it. Um, am I pumped and looking forward to it? I'm not really sure. <laughs> it is going to make no money. It, yes, it is going to be well loved by those who see it, <laughs> but those who see it will be limited. <laughs> is what it's... I will say. I mean, it had its world premiere at Fantastic Fest. Yeah. 
Like, it played, and I have seen no fucking reaction to it whatsoever. No. No, it, 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 it's, an, it's an odd one. Um, what? They, surely they haven't fucking, en- like, NDA'd the audience of a public festival. It just, it's odd. There is, I mean, I'll just Google it now, just in case, but I swear there has been nothing. I've seen limited other than, other than people enjoyed it. Oh, fucking IGN's got a review up. Six out of ten. That's pretty good for that movie. <laughs> um, yeah. Macon Blair's had an interesting career. <laughs> yeah, pops up in fucking uh, Oppenheimer, directs a toxic adventure film. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is, it's an odd one, really. You know, it came to Kids from Us in Blue Ruin, which is a really good movie. Has been in a few bits, and then, yeah, just turns up in Oppenheimer and Toxic Avenger in the same year that he also wrote and directed. Fair enough. <laughs> Go on. Slightly more yeah, grown-up yeah. Jacob Tremblay freaks me out a bit. Yeah. I mean, it's a good cast. Mm. You know... Jane Levy, Macon Blair's in it, Elijah Wood, uh, Julie Davies, Kevin Bacon, Jacob Tremblay, Peter Dinks. Yeah. And then, what was the other one we had, Ian? Yeah, sorry, I'm just reading a re- I mean, yeah, I don't know, it looks like it's going to be fun enough, that. Um, yeah, alright, fine. Uh, Argyle, so we talked briefly about, like, the teaser for the trailer that came out, um... And then the trailer trailer came out. And, yeah, I mean, the cat looks like it will be all right. So that's something. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, it looks so fun. You know, it's it's Matthew Vaughan, like, trying to kickstart some relatively fresh IP again, which is nice. Yeah, it's got a really um, twisted mind as well. So there is that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, did it, did it say that in the trailer? Yeah, it, it, it just says it on the poster, at the top Brilliant. of the poster, from the twisted mind, of, the twisted mind of Matthew Vaughan. Yeah. And the, the, the thing there is... I would never say that he's twisted, and he didn't write it. <laughs> <laughs> he's just, yeah. I mean, where's that come from, then? No idea. <laughs> What's that fucking controversial shit he had to do in the Golden Circle? Did he, did he have to, like, eat out a girl to plant, like, a tracer on her or something? Something like that, yeah. Or, like, or shag a girl who wasn't his girlfriend or something. There was something. There's always something a little there, bit. Because there was like something that, where, like, people really turned against. Oh no! It was the it was the um, anal, joke. anal joke that kept on repeating itself throughout it. Mm. Ah, yeah, okay. Um, but then the King's Men has got one of the great mid-credit scenes of all time, which does just feel like Matthew Vaughan absolutely taking the piss. Yep. I, the thing is, I'm I'm looking forward to this because it looks fun. Sam Rockwell's fun. Everybody in it is quite fun. <laughs> you know, you you had me at, at John Cena. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like the fact that it looks like they kind of get to do the outlandish spy stuff in the kind of like almost like film within a film, mm. and then also have like a Sam Rockwell, Bryce Dallas Howard, will they, won't they, thriller thing. Mm. 
Sure, it, it sign looks, me up. It looks more straight-up comedy than some of the other ones, which are kind of like action comedies. This looks more straight-up comedy that has action in it. And I'm kind yeah, of... Yeah, and I mean... I'm, like, I'm up for that. And Apple are playing this so fucking smart at the moment, where... I'd like the Killers of the Flower Moon and the Polian trailers are on a lot now. Mm. Um, and then you've got Argyle as well. And the way that they are like, look, we will fight co finance these films with the with you studios, and then, you know, we can get a theatrical release, we can get buzz about about the films. It makes the product look look better. And then what, like a month, two months after it could be on Apple TV Plus and it makes our service look fucking amazing. Mm. You know, like, in like the early next year where it's going to be, yeah, you can watch Killers of the Flower Moon, Argyle, Napoleon, just all through Apple TV. That 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 will be ace. And then, if you know, if these films are hits, they'll make some money as well. And let's face it, like... Giving Ridley Scott 150 million to make a fucking Napoleon film is literally back of the sofa shit for Apple. That's it. it it's it, you know they've given Scorsese you know what 150 million to make Killers of the Flower Moon. Like you say, it, it's it's not a lot to them, and their their kind of idea, Apple TV's idea of going right. We're not gonna. We're not gonna buy the rights to anything. We're not gonna say that we're gonna have this. We might buy a studio at some point. Is what kind of how they're looking at it. But also at the same time, just going. We'll just throw out. Our plan is to throw out sort of five or six big hits a year that will be available on Apple TV, and also have um, the, the the TV shows they have. Mm. Uh, read a rumor of a thing saying that um, they're looking at the Apple TV are looking at buying the rights to or have helped fund uh, the Abyss 4K. So it might end up going. Apple have. Yeah. <laughs> saying that Apple, get, Apple helped out with like something. I don't think it was funding or helped out with something to do with it. Um. And that it might end up on Apple TV, uh, and it's kind of like in between where it's going to end up now. <laughs> wow, great! Yeah, but apparently that is literally coming before the end of the year now. Mm, mm. Yeah, no, yeah, there was a screening, wasn't there? James Cameron was interviewed about it, and Titanic just got announced for 4K as well. So, um, yeah, True Lies would probably be True not, lies far, probably next, not yeah. far behind. But it, it, it so it, it just to finish on the Apple point is the fact as well that they seem to be studio agnostic. Mm. So. Like, um, Killers of Flower Moon, Paramount, uh, Napoleon, Columbia, slash Sony, Argyle, Universal. Mm. They're just like, essentially, we will work with you as a, almost like a production company for for this stuff. But we get the rights to stream these. Now, I mean, it would be interesting if, that I don't think they ever would, but if they were to team up with Disney and, you know, how that would work. I suppose this Abyss thing is uh, maybe a small case in point there. Um... But, you know, I mean, like, we have Peacock over here, kind of, but it's just, like, almost like part of your Sky subscription. Yeah. So it's not really a going concern. Paramount and Universal don't have their own streaming services. So, you know, they get the cachet of working with Apple on these things. I mean, Paramount have got, like, a proper Oscar botherer in Killers of the Flower Moon. Mm. Columbia may do with Napoleon, it's just wins all over the fucking place. It's it's super, super, super smart 
and just so much less financially risky than the kind of shit Amazon Prime and Netflix do. But at you know at the same time, Apple also have an absolute shit ton of money to start with, so they do have a head start. But I I, I love it more for them, and just the fact that it's like yes, you can have a big screen release. Mm. It just makes our product look better. Do it. Yeah, that's it. It, it. it very much is like you say. We're not, you know, this isn't this isn't our main source of income. <laughs> yeah, because I, I, you know, I mean, I obviously no idea on the on the financials, but I would assume they'll be like, yeah, um, Paramount, Killers of Flower Moon, basically all the money from the theatrical release, you guys can have that because you're you're distributing it, mm. but you know. Or, or at least you get a bigger chunk than maybe other production companies would give. But after two months or so, the streaming rights in, perpe- in perpetuity are ours. Yeah. You know, Killers of the Flower Moon will probably be on Apple TV over Christmas. Apparently it is. Apparently it's like the end of November. Yeah, there you go. That's a fucking massive get. Huge. Yeah, probably, probably, you know, yeah. if you have Killers of the Flower Moon, like end of November, Napoleon around New Year's... That's that's gonna get some fucking eyeballs. That's it, yeah, and it it will get people, it will get people subscribing. Just like Sorex. <laughs> yep. Uh, right. Well, fuck it. Should we move on and, and review a film? Sure. Yeah. That's we that's that segues us quite nicely. Should we Sorex it? Let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, so Saw X is written by some people and directed by Kevin Gruitzer? Gruitzer, something like that. Gruitzer, yeah. Oh, Kevin Groots. Um Let's go with that. Um, <laughs> Saw X. What's it about? Well, well, what is it about? A sick and desperate John travels to Mexico for... Sorry, Mejijo. For a, a risky and experimental medical procedure in hopes of a miracle cure for cancer, only to discover that the entire operation is a scam to defraud the most vulnerable. Why did my brain, when you were reading that out, go, Who the fuck's John? I mean, yeah, that is a bad one there. So it it stars Tobin Bell and it stars um, Johnny Smith, sadly. Um, and yeah. It's pretty much about that. Um, John Kramer goes to an experimental... Um... You do not fucking scam John Kramer, do you? Yeah. What an idiotic move. Medical lab. Yeah. And yeah, it all turns out to be a fake. And so what does he do? He gets fucking gamesy with it. Fucks him up. Uh, yeah. Becky, you watched the other nine, didn't you, in the lead up to this? I did. Uh, how did you find Saw X? Um... All two hours of it. <laughs> I've told you you're banned from using that as a complaint. It's boring to hear. I'm sick of it. it makes you sound like a oh, Philistine. Shit. Um, it's very gory. I enjoyed that about it. There's a lot of squelchy noises. It's a very squelchy movie, yes. Mm. I really wish that trap at the beginning had been real. With the tube eyes. Yeah. That was great. I loved that. Um... Yeah, I feel her. I don't know whether I enjoyed it because I've just watched the other nine and it's like, yes, just give me more of this. Just give me a new one every couple of years. This would be great. Um, or whether I actually enjoyed it. Like, I, I did enjoy the gore. 
I did enjoy the like the plot's good. You know, you fucked around and found out kind of shit, in it? Yeah. I, I, the traps were disappointing. I feel like it with it all just being the last few. It, the, it, there's been like a point to point kind of. You do a test, then you move on. Then you do a test, then you move on. Mm. Whereas this is all just they're all just sat there. Yeah, there's no pathway. Like, there's FaceTime with, like, John and Amanda between... You know, there's not the... They're not Bex. in disguise and stuff like that. It just feels totally very different. Go on, sorry, Ian. Yeah, can I ask? Because mm. you've been watching all the films. This one felt very heavy on chop bits of your body off to release the blah, blah, blah. Mm. Are they? Are they all like that? I swear there's more variety. Mm. Previously, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dig through this thing of sharp things to find things, and yeah, it's like chop your leg off, take out bits of your brain. I did enjoy that. Did enjoy the that. brain bit was fucking horrendous. <laughs> like, I mean, in a, in a, obviously, it's going for it way. Mm. Jesus Christ. It did seem a little Even bit I... like they were all like they, 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 none of them quite had enough time. Well, that, that is one of my complaints about the series. To be honest, it's like they are a lot of them are unwinnable because the time's not there. Mm. Like Spiral, for example. Um, I know it's not not canon, but it's it, it, well, it's, it's Saw Nine. If this is Saw yeah, Ten, and that is Nine. There's no, there's no John Kramer involved in it. It's the, it's the only one where. Just you wait. Saw fourteen. But like the tests, like everyone in that tries to pass their tests, mm. but he, he just doesn't want them to. He just wants to punish them. So, mm. um, yeah, the um, yeah, I just don't know. I like the whole idea of it I like she feels like I said this to you when we came out and she feels a bit too much like a cartoon villain at points mm. um, <laughs> the doctor yeah yeah yeah. towards the end yeah, Jesus definitely. Christ um, and Shawnee Smith is just straight up awful in this one she's not great in any of them like she's not exactly a fucking acting powerhouse is she but she's passable but in this, given that, like, bear in mind she's supposed to be younger. And she looks like she's in her 70s. And she looks older than Tobin <laughs> Bell at yeah, points she does. in this one. And she's supposed to be younger than she is in, like, whichever one's run concurrently. I think it's like two, three, four, isn't it? Yeah. Um, it's like, do some, you've got to do some de aging on this one, I'm afraid. <laughs> or at least do some decent makeup and please change that hair. The hair mask. was awful. The, the, the hair mask. was fucking weird. It wasn't it? It was like a swimming cap made out of hair. It was, it, it, yeah. it, it was like a Lego man hair. I expected oh at one God, point yeah. that John Graham was just lift yeah. it off and then just put another one on her. <laughs> the, the weird thing about Tobin Bell, though, like, I mean, yes, he, he does look older. In this. But you can get away with it because it looks like it's supposed to be, yeah. But it doesn't look significantly older. No, because because people between the ages of like fifties and seventies don't really age. You know, when they are rich, rich can mm. you know can, can kind of get away with it. I thought he was really good in this. I think it adds a humanity to him. Um, 
showing his personal struggle and like the the when she when she fucking like um gets a comeuppance and stuff it's like well you know you know it's coming though mm. you know something's going on as soon as like the and I, 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 I'll, I'll bring it in a second as soon as like it gets a seesaw it's like well hang on a minute they could literally just keep on just passing that to each other and live forever mm. Mm. Um, you knew something was afoot he meant to be there in... it's, it's jigsaw though you know when she gets the upper hand she ain't really oh no she ain't really yeah that was what was fun about yeah it. yeah Ian what did you think to it um so first off just the amount of it. I thought she was awful, but I did enjoy the English guy. She says something to him, and he's like, "Oh, fuck off, Amanda." Uh, I, I don't know. I I like that delivery, and I couldn't remember that he, she was referred to as Amanda beforehand. And the the fact that they then repeat it later on in like the like flash flashbacky thing. Yeah, he did a very very good delivery of "Oh, fuck off, Amanda." Like, I did, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know. Just. There's some funny bits in it every 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 now and then. And talking about the traps being too difficult, the fact that girl not only had to chop her leg off, but then also like fucking suck out the marrow, blood, oh, yeah, the marrow. That was, that was it. Cool. Yeah, in one it when the marrow was like like the, the blood was sifting through and the marrow was collecting on the on the thing. Yeah, yeah. it's just <laughs> three minutes to do all that. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It's not enough time. No. Um, and it, 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 did, it did seem like she'd actually done it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, quite, quite. So, look, yeah, I, 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 I really, I was really enjoying it until I just kind of wasn't. I um, think I'm with you on that. Yeah, like mm. the, the Doctor Woman is a cartoon. Like as soon as like that, that the English guy comes in it's like oh he was with her all along blah, blah, blah. she just goes just does a fucking 180 into just being fucking bananas mm. like you know it, it, it yeah she's ripping people off but then the character like has a transplant or something because she is kind of egging on like the others to get out of their traps yeah and then half an hour later it's I didn't give a fuck about them. All I was thinking about was, um, you know, it's less uh, people to share the money with. It, it yeah, I, that, it was odd. The, the, the I, I mean, like, the, the sheer how much it was all manip- like manipulated, like, the, 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 the seesaw thing and the money's going to be up there and they're both, they're both going to get the, the, the money and it, it just... He's basically a psychic at this point. Um, well, no, because he got all that but, information from the first guy, didn't he? The taxi driver. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh no, no, absolutely. But just like the fact that it's like uh, that, that he is going to be in that position down there, mm. like he's going to lose control that much. And it's like they say that like the kid coming into it is like an unexpected wrinkle, and it's like. But it still feels like it would have played out pretty fucking similarly. Yeah, it's it, that's the thing, and you've got the. Um, I always think in moments like that, and this film isn't isn't the only film to have ever done this. There's been many films that have done this. Mm. I always think in situations like that, it's like, what if they just shot him in the head before it got anywhere near that? Yeah. <laughs> like, like, well, yeah. like, like my if I was one of those people, I'd be like, I'm just gonna kill this guy now. 
I wouldn't like walk him down and set him in front of his traps or anything like that. I'd be like, if I need this guy dead, I'm going to make sure this guy is dead at my earliest opportunity. <laughs> yeah, but she's a cartoon and she's got to just <laughs> exactly, doing this yeah. fucking game. It, you know, and it, look, I mean, I, I thought, yeah, I thought the, I thought the opening act was like actually pretty strong though. Tobin Bell de- absolutely putting in a shift, mm. and it's just the fact that you that they very much set up that these are people who it's like you know you know what yeah fuck them <laughs> yeah you kind of deserve yeah. this <laughs> you fucked around and got found out mm. yeah you know and, and I, I thought that worked it's you know and i mean i think they're gonna do another one where like it feels like that the doctor woman is gonna get out of there somehow and now it's gonna be like her versus fucking john kramer or something yeah yeah, for, it, it did for a it, film or two. The fact that she's not dead mm, mm. makes it seem like that. I, I, I think there's going to be some form of her and her father against John yeah. Kramer and and what's his name? Um, think, yeah, 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 possibly. Mark. I think what it does really well though, because I think you have to view this this franchise as like it's a ball of fucking wool. It, it's not linear at all. So like. You watch this and you kind of understand a bit more about why he's so disappointed with like Amanda wanting to kill the doctor. Mm. Because he's so principled that even these people that fucking scammed him, gave him hope and then fucking dashed those hopes. When that girl wins her challenge, she wants to take her to the hospital. Mm. Like he's, he's, he's very much in this kind of... He's all in on the on his methodology. Mm. Even if he wants revenge, if they win, he can't take it. Yeah. Where and then when like Hoffman and Amanda fuck around with stuff and basically make unwinnable puzzles and stuff like that, he it obviously he's betrayed. He feels betrayed. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I don't know. Did we ever expect to expect to see a Saw film where literally the um the oh, I mean except for the mid credits scene, the ending is Jigsaw Amanda and a random kid walking out into a sunrise. <laughs> <laughs> bonkers, isn't it? Yeah. The thing is, it, as well, it's probably like the the Saw film that has the most Jigsaw in it. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, but the thing is, I. I find the the, the, the the grimness of it, I was a bit like, I don't need to see this. Really? <laughs> I just can't even bother with it anymore. I don't need to see a guy's eyeballs getting sucked out of his face. Oh, I fucking loved that bit. That's fine. But I was a bit like that. But then <laughs> but then I would, you know, if next year we've got Saw 11, then, yeah, I, I probably will go and see it. What did he have to do to not get his eyeballs sucked out? He had to snap all his fingers. That was it. Yeah. I'd have just fucking cranked that all the way around. I'd have just cranked it all the way around yeah. and just gone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I've done that dozens of times. Haven't I? To be fair, I don't my fingers end up in the wrong position. But I, I mean, like to be to be fair though, I mean, it's a dream sequence, I suppose. But um, it's kind of interesting that in his dream of it, the guy fails. Yeah, that's a good point. That yeah. But I, I don't think the filmmakers were thinking that deeply. But it it. it I, 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 I don't know. It's just, you've got to allow a bit of time for, holy shit, this is happening. <clears throat> Excuse me, sorry. Like, having 
That's you. Having three minutes, I don't know. It's a, I know this is a point we're kind of uh, 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 raking over, but yeah, you need to give them more time. Like honestly, I felt so bad for that girl there to cut her leg off. Like that really, what three three minutes just to do that? Yeah, it, it does. Come it, on, it felt a little bit like you know just the if it was just the three minutes to cut her leg off. Mm. And also, hers felt really extreme in comparison to like. I mean, I, I think I know. had to cut a bit of his brain out, Mark. Right. Gabriella slightly got off a little bit easy, even though it would have been great if she did as she was going to do and started with um, going at her arm first, because <laughs> then what would have happened? Yeah. <laughs> Dumbass. <laughs> yeah. I, I really enjoyed it when the fucking thing moved across. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was good. It's like, it's like yes, I swear the word. It's like, it's like, like he hasn't thought of that, you <laughs> dumbass. <laughs> It just for what it's worth, though, like the setups, the setups strong. You know, it. You do. You're perfectly happy to see them fucking suffer. Yep. Mm. It's a. It's a stronger one of the franchise. Yeah, it's definitely top. You know, it's definitely in the the higher levels of. It's definitely top ten for me. Top ten. It's a joke. <laughs> oh. Ten of them. Fucking because six is decent. Two has, I mean, obviously saw once kind of unimpeachable in, mm. in comparison, but two, like, has just got a good level of grungy and nasty, but also like the plotting is fucking interesting. Like, what's going to happen when that the clock goes down to zero? Yeah, and then it starts getting a little bit wrapped up in its own minutia for a while, and then six is good. So, I don't know, I kind of feel like I'd be at, like, 1-6-X-2 at the moment. I think the only one that I think is really quite disappointing is number seven. Which one's that? It's our 3D? Yeah. Well, Kevy Boy also directed that one, didn't he? Who did? Kevy G? Kevy G, yeah. It, But he was basically parachuted in um, to do it. And he was actually in pre-prod on a Paranormal Activity film and was apparently fucking fuming that he had to do this. Uh, but the, orig- the original director, I think, had like a clash with the studio and it was like a contractual thing that if they wanted him for this, he had to do it. Yeah, I think because he, he, he did six as well, which was a good one. Yeah. But like, this is what, so this is what I'm saying. The, the traps in Seven, right? Mm. It's weak. It, it's got... 2000s teen movie vibes and that gloss to it and it's just not as good but the traps you've got those guys in the shop window that have to decide which of them to kill they're both fucking that girl and they decide to just let her die that's fucking that's elaborate then they've got like a bunch of white supremacists where there's a car just rips through them all is that the Chester Bennington one? yes I don't know who that Hmm. is The it's guy from Lincoln Park. Oh, right, okay. Um, oh, I have to pull out his teeth. Fake jigsaw survival. Yeah, it's, do you know what? It, it, plot-wise, it's great. It's just the execution's bad on Seven. But it does bring Gordon back and kills Hoffman. So, yeah, there's always that. Cool. 
I'm, I'm, I'm definitely not shit on it. Yeah, definitely not shit. I think oh. it's 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 decent. It's 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 better than I expected. Saw ten to have been if you'd have told me there's going to be a saw ten. I just, I know I said it last last time. I love that they have milked ten movies out of a franchise where the antagonist dies in the second one. I think that's fucking fantastic. I think it's great. It 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 it, it shows that anything is possible if you just put <laughs> your. I wouldn't even say mine to it. If you. No, I love them, and I've really enjoyed my rewatch this time around as well. Like, I think when we rewatched everything in the run up to Spiral, mm. I didn't enjoy them as much. Mm. Um, but I think maybe the, the the level of interconnectivity is maybe fixed in my brain a bit better this time around. Yay! Loved it. Good. Can't wait for the next one. <laughs> I mean, you're gonna get one. Yeah, m- m- mild, definitely not shit. But yeah, kind of back in the room for Saw mm. as a thing. Yeah. Yeah, and I say I think well, I think there'll, there'll definitely be another one. What? Because I mean, it, the thing is, they can pump these out, and it it costs like thirteen million dollars to make, and it's already made thirty. Nice. So it, it's it's going to make a nice tiny little profit, and they can just keep doing them for like between ten and fifteen million dollars. Yeah. And they're pretty much always going to make it back. Mm. Yeah, people are go Yep. Yep. Uh, our audience poll. Definitely not shit 40% and shit 60%. So, yeah. Hmm. Should we keep yeah. this should we keep this ball a rolling? Let's keep it rocking and a rolling and I'll I'll ball a rolling. I'll just get into our next one. Um Is this before I get sent out of the room? Yeah, it is a little bit on that. Um, so yeah, so we're going to cover. So the next one is the creator, uh, written and directed by uh, Gareth Edwards, um, starring mm. John David Washington, uh, Gemma Chan, Alison Janney, um, Sturgill Simpson, um, Ken Watanabe, uh, Ralph Innocent turns up as well, which I really wasn't expecting. <laughs> mm. um, in in a, a a decent sized role. Um, what is it about? So, against the backdrop of a war between humans and robots with artificial intelligence, a former soldier finds the secret weapon, a robot in the form of a young child. Uh, all spoilers all the time. I'm going to say this. I know we say it all the time, but, you know, we, I think we do need to say it. All spoilers all the time. Um, Ian, the creator, Yo. what did you think? I enjoyed looking at it, and I enjoyed hearing aspects of it um awful awful dog shit screenplay that man if if they put the effort into the screenplay as they did into the world building in this thing it would be like film of the year material but my god it's the exposition. I, I, I'm, yeah. I mean, I'm looking forward to hearing what you guys made made, made of all this. But yeah, aw- awful exposition, and then the third act. Just no, no, no. Bad movie. In not bad movie, but bad bad movie. That was a bad move movie. Um, yeah. Overall, thought it. I thought it was fine. Really, really wish I liked it more. Would encourage people to see it on the big screen because that's definitely the the 
the best place to get the most impact out of the creator. Uh, yeah, what do you guys think? What do you think, Bess? Um, I really liked it. There was there was issues that I had with it, but overall, I think it overcomes them. Um, I like the story. I think a lot of people are going to be disappointed that it's not a movie about AI. It's a movie about essentially Vietnam style kind of warfare. Mm. Um, I think the relationship between him and the kid is quite quite realistic in comparison to a lot of films of this type because a lot of the time it's like oh I hate you I hate you I hate you and suddenly I love you whereas this is like more of a gradual thing Mm. Um, and yeah looks lovely um yeah i really enjoyed it it's a bit schmaltzy at points and there is bits where there's like exposition dumps through like news reports and stuff like that that are a bit like that's lazy um but they didn't bother me enough i'll just give a case an example like kind of a case in point like what i'm thinking here in what i'm saying Dave Friend like agrees to take them to that place where they they picked up the the sense the thing on the ring. Yeah, they get there and then he's like, "I got to tell you something." No, no, don't go out there. Yeah, tell t- tell him earlier. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you've like, you, you, you need a really long journey. <laughs> yeah. But you, but the film needs them to be there. Um, earlier on, the friend as well is looking at um, uh, Alfie, and he's like, "This is the most advanced AI I've ever seen." It can, and not only that, but it can do blah, 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 like laying out all the things that it could do, and it's just like, how do you know that? I don't get how you uh, how you know that, other than the fact that it's information that has to be given. It, it, also, he ran a why the check. fuck does he have memory loss at the start? Sorry, why can't? Why is he saying he can't remember shit? He's saying he can't remember who. What's it is? Can I? The what's it called? The Namata. Namata is. Why can't he remember that? He never knew. He never knew. Well, why don't you say I don't know instead of I can't remember? Because they keep saying, where's the location, don't they? Rather than who is it, they keep saying, where's the location? And he's like, I don't... But why doesn't remember. he remember that? Cause he, cause he's, if he doesn't know it, why isn't he saying, I don't know? I, I, because he, say, he says, uh, when they come in at the start, that he knows where... Um, what, I keep forgetting but the why word. did he forget? Namata. Is. Why did he forget? I think he's lying. <laughs> I, think he's, I don't think he ever knew. Yeah. But they do the fucking polygraph thingy on him, and it, I don't know. It just there's so many things. Like I mean, oh God, sorry, I'm go- going off on one a little bit. But when they go up to the like the moon, they're like flying up there. The only reason why they get to their intended destination is because they're like, oh, you've got to pull all the flights, pull all, pull all the flights. So then they land at that nomad place. Instead of going anywhere else, which just so happens to be the place they need to go to. No, she moves it to that. She moves it to yeah, that, she okay. Can, she can control it. So, she literally starts controlling it and she lands it there. Right, okay. That makes sense. Thank you. 
And then when they get there, it's just, oh, the, the airline attendants are just like, oh, we've had to make an emergency stop. Everybody just walk out of here. Also, that space station had no staff at all. They are running around all over the place and no fucker is stopping them. They're just watching them on the CCTV cameras from like back in that base in Los Angeles. Because they've said to, what is it, to evacuate? But, but they know that they are there and they're going to try and like blow up the whole place or do something there. You're not going to send some fucking people after them. They do. They do. Do they? Yeah, they do. She traps them all in a room. She traps them all the, in the, a room. As they're coming in, she closes that she she shuts off all the doors that will go, so she's got a clear run to the control room. What like there's like three or four people? No, there's like a entire team. Okay, that is there? Is there? Yeah. Yeah. All right. I just fucking. I, I. I'll be honest. I checked out so fucking hard by that point. That f- fair enough then. But still, I don't get why he's saying he doesn't remember shit. And I don't get why that friend drove him the entire fucking way there and said, wait, I've got something I need to tell you. No, but were they just following the tracker signal up to that point? He might not have realised that the tracker signal was leading him to his old house. I just, yeah, just, yeah, because yeah, he just said, didn't he? Wait, this is your old house. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, possibly. Would have to watch it again. But that. he knows that, he knows that he, he wants yeah. to find his wife. He, he still should have said at the start. he knows that she is Nemrata. Yeah, he should have said when he first came back into his life, when he was like, oh my God, it's it's you of the five years. Who knows that she's Nemrata? The, the, the fucking guy. Yeah. The friend. Right. Yeah, he does. He says, you know, we were there to get... Yeah, yeah. What's her name? Maya. And, 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 also, and I'm nearly done. I swear I'm nearly done. I did not buy the connection between the the dad and the kid at all. Like the way that, the, the, like there's that one bit where they're almost like at a checkpoint place, and he's like, "Well, you know, fuck you." Like I, I don't want to do anything. I don't know. I'm paraphrasing. It's like they're having an argument, and then suddenly they're on a bus, and like she wants to be close to him, and they're, they're having these like really deep, heartfelt conversations. I did not get that connecting material at all. It felt like there's maybe a director's cut that was just too long for the studio that would maybe flesh that relationship out a little bit more. Also, and I promise, I promise I'm almost done, but shit in this film bugged me. Gemma Chan, at the end, she's got that stem thing put back in her so that she knows her, like, her husband's there. Like, why is she running to him when the last... I suppose he said, I love you, blah, blah, blah. Okay, no. I don't, it, it's just like, a, I'm going to run to you and then I'm immediately going to die. And it just, it felt like a cruel ending for that, that character to me. That it's just, now she's just in this space. She doesn't really know where, where she is. There you go. She's going to kiss him and then they're both going to fucking blow up. Well, or she's been in a coma for five years and she gets to be brought back for a brief reunion with the person that she loves before she dies she could have just died Mm. she fucking should have bugged me this film as you could tell mark (laughs) i really liked it yeah fair enough yeah really liked it um i think that 
the world building's fantastic. It looks amazing. The fact that you can make a movie. The fact that you can make a movie that looks as bad as The Flash does and spend $250 million (laughs) on it and then come up with bullshit excuses for why it looks as shit as it does. Oh, the cutest little suicide bombers you've ever did see as well. I did enjoy that. <laughs> yeah, and then Tubby little fuckers. You can make running for it. A, a movie that looks this good for $80 million is insane. Yeah. Can I just point out, we've watched two new movies, two new 2023 movies. Can, can Hollywood writers not do subtle villains anymore? No. No. Because the, the army lady in this, like... Fuck me when that thing blew up. It was it was cathartic. Yeah, she was a she was a dick. The thing is, I I think the movie is is best when it is being essentially a hey remember Vietnam? The Americans will fucking do it again. Mm. <laughs> when basically it's a it, it's that it's very anti America. I can't see it landing. Yeah, I can't America. I can't see it landing in America unless like, Americans just don't realise yeah, how yeah. anti American it is. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, it, it, it is quite amusing for that. Um, John David Washington is just... It, it's just becoming kind of like a thing you say now, but he's fantastic yeah, in this. He is. He's, he, he's, he's great in this. Um, I will say that when the... That, I, I know if it didn't get you here, that's fine, but um, when the fucking kid calls him dad at the end broke me a little bit. Mm. Like, that, that fucking got me. And the fact that he actually was as well, that's... Yeah. You know, that was fucking horrible <laughs> in the way it was. And I think it's because, facially, John Day Washington is a brilliant face actor. Mm. You've got you've got actors who are very good, and you've got occasional actors who are just very good face actors. Yeah. De Niro's a fantastic face actor. It's why <laughs> he... What, what, it's why Quentin Tarantino let De Niro basically cut out like 75% of the script of his lines from Jackie Brown. Um, but there's, there's that it's uh, it, it, there are bit, I don't think it, like, I think you, like you said Ian it, it, the worst bit about it is the script and I think that maybe if um, Chris White had, had a hand in it it would be better mm. you know it, he's, he's not a he's not a great screenwriter no no there's, there's, there's no getting away from it he, he's just not a great writer he just had a couple of hits early on. Right. <laughs> um, but I'm a little bit... I, I, I thought it might have been better, but I then thought it was a different movie to what I yeah. got. Yeah. Um, but I was... I was happy enough with the movie I got. I am looking forward to giving it a couple of rewatches just yeah. to sort of see bits that, 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 that I didn't... That I was a bit like, right, all right, I'm not quite sure on that. A bit like that. The war element of it bothered me throughout. To be to be fair, what Americans are just just going over to Asia, bombing the shit out of shit. And... I mean, they've got farm for it. Yeah, um, but and then just... but they're not reacting. They're not doing anything. Back. On... Yeah, that seems <clears throat> I... unrealistic. Well, I mean, there was like that one line that was weirdly fucking just a part of the conversation where it's like, oh yeah, by the way, the whole nuclear bomb thing was a coding error. Mm. It wasn't even them. Yeah. Like, mm. the, the US Army just did it and tried to hide it. I could have done with... More of that. 
a, a little bit more fucking like, you see, it like does feel like the director's cut that's like an extra half an hour long. It, yeah, that felt like a fucking massive revelation to just stick in the middle of a relatively low key conversation. Yeah, and especially for a film that that, that very much is is seeming like it's a this is a one this is a one and done. We're not we're not building a world. We're not no, trying no. to build a franchise. That's really refreshing. Which is also quite nice <laughs> yeah. that you're watching this mm, and going oh, absolutely. and going. This is a one film and, and, and go with mm. that. Um, but yeah, I, there's. I, I I was, the bits that I thought would bug me, I was all right with, um, and kid. I could see what well, the kid, the kid, yeah, um, and I you can see the fingerprints of certain other movies within it that is quite nice, you know. That there's there's definitely you know an apocalypse now bit in there, and there's definitely a you know there's elements of of Blade Runneriness within it as well, um, but also. It's not just trying to ape those. It's not going full fucking yeah. cyberpunk. <laughs> it's it's got a texture to it, and again, I, I quite mm. like that that it has a texture to it mm. uh, that is there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I mean, I, I, the thing is, I've, I've been really, really down on it, but so I mean, some of the imagery in it is is fucking spectacular, and like the way the AI, it, it really like focuses on the ai just being with people mm. and like there's that one shot where like the ai is on on the boat and it's almost just got like its legs up just like chilling out and it, it it's like I've, you know never seen a fucking i don't think i've ever seen a robot do that before and if it like it just it's just kind of like living life yeah. and they, it's they, they like, like it's gone through this. i've seen i've seen the people do this <laughs> And it, yeah, and it, I, 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 like, I thought that was great. And the, the intro as well, where it's like the alternative history stuff, but it looks like footage from like the sixties, seventies, eighties. That, you know, that was cracking. Yeah, you know, like the, 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 the like the the world building visually in this film is fucking incredible. And it is more than worth watching in the cinema just for that. But just the story, I like, yeah, I just wasn't wasn't quite there with. But then again, there's moments like that bit where, again, like the replaying, like like basically resurrecting that guy for thirty seconds, and he's just like, "Shit, my wife! I want to see my wife!" And they're trying to get him to focus down. He like looks over and sees his fucking body and the like the realization of that like that that's that's a great dark as fuck moment mm. Mm. i screamed you know, the girlfriend it, dying really hurt me oh god yeah that was that was horrible. yeah it was a little that i was a little bit like jesus christ just like stop visiting people she was lovely <laughs> she seemed nice yeah. yeah he had a nice little life for himself yeah, yeah. and it's just didn't go well yeah you know, I, I did like what? What do you want, sweetheart? Like freedom for the AI and everybody to live in peace. I don't think we got that in the free. <laughs> that was good. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, but I mean, the other bit is from literally the the moment the film opens and they're mentioning, you know, that they're, you know, that um, I keep forgetting the name of it. Namata. Namata. It keeps just jumping out of my head. You're there, just go in. It's Gemma Chan. 
I mean, it, it's Gemma Chan. It clearly is. <laughs> mm. um, yeah, you don't cast Gemma Chan without. Yeah. Oh, or, also, I will just say the the kind of like the chapter type heading things mm. could have done without that. They just kind of stop after a while. Mm. Where it's like the creator, the child, the friend, the mother. You just really hated it, didn't you? <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't hate it. It was just like, what? Well, you know, it's a kind of like an ideas above its station kind of thing there, narratively. But world building and visually and audibly, it's fucking going for it. I, I, and I, Yeah, I think it, if, if you'd have had... A better writer working with uh, Edwards, I think you've had a better film. But mm. I think you could say the same thing about other bits that he's worked on him with. Look, yeah, yeah. yeah look, I mean, I'm at a seven out of ten on it. I think it's de- it's definitely not shit, but it's because I enjoyed like I enjoyed everything around the story at like a five star level. Yeah, I'm. A, I'm a, a definitely not shit. Really enjoyed it. Yeah, definitely not shit. Mm. Looking forward to seeing it again, just to kind of mm. like. It's that a world. It's fun. a world that's interesting. I have a feeling there's more going on than, mm. than, than I took in on first watch. I'm looking forward to watching it at home as well. Mm. Did not expect Alison Janet to turn up. Yeah. She was good. Yeah. <laughs> she was. But I, like, when it turned up, I was like, it's like, wait, is that is that Alison Janney? And then I, I didn't think she was going to be in it much more going on. She was a good dickhead. She was a good dickhead. Yeah. But I also do like a movie where the main antagonist just fucking dies like half an hour before the end. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. Uh, at first when she came in with uh, Ralph Innocent, because she was in the background, you didn't really see her mm. there. I was looking going, fuck, is that Kate Dickey? That's, that would seem, sure. that would seem weird that, that that's Ralph Innocent and Kate Dickey. Just like like, like 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 they were both just free on the same day. Like they were just hanging out the witch reunion, maybe. Fun. The witch. Yeah, reunion. and I, I, that's what I thought. I thought it was that, and I was like, hang on a minute, no way. That is that Alison Janney. <laughs> and I thought that it was just going to be like that's going to be it. She's going to be in it for a few minutes, and then yeah. no, she ends up being fucking the main bad guy. Yeah, she ends Do up being Stephen what... Lang from fucking Avatar. Do you know what I love about it as well? It's a really, it's a really good decision to have that part played by a woman, mm. but not make mm. anything of the fact she's that she's a woman. No. Oh, you know, I've risen through the ranks. And it was hard for me as a woman. You know, get, you know, with all this misogyny, they don't make any point of it. Nope. That part could have easily been played by a man. There's mm. nothing that refers to the fact that she's a woman, and I fucking love that. Yeah, it, it, it was. Yeah, it was just. All too often, they'll they'll give women parts like that, but mm. then they'll make a real big fucking. Did you see we put a woman in here? She, she's a woman. Yes. She's a colonel. She she's she's a woman, right? But she's a really high-ranking army officer as well. Do you, do you get it? Do you get what we did there? Yes. <laughs> and now you've ruined it. Yeah. Um, our audience poll on this. Let's have a wee little look. Let's see what's fine. Uh, is do 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 do. I did have this open a second ago, then I popped the phone away for some reason. Uh, definite shit seventy five percent and touching cloth twenty five percent. Sure. Hmm. So yeah, piss off, Becky. <laughs> <laughs> Could you get me a drink? Actually, why are you doing that? 
No. Well, we're going to talk. We're going to talk. We're going to talk a movie that Becky hasn't seen, uh, and we think she should see it. So um, she'd care about the spoilers quite severely. I feel. Yeah. Yeah. So so we're we're we're, we're shunting away. I'm making her do a woman's work and getting me a drink. <laughs> I'm going to wait until she's got me a drink and then gone into a different room for good because she's just in the kitchen, which she can still hear me from. Uh, while I'm doing that. Let's find... You could do the synopsis, eh? Yeah, then no one can save you. No one will save you. No one... Well, see, it's written and directed by Brian Duffield. Um, who... What else did he do? I think he's a new one on me, if I'm honest. He, no, he wrote Underwater. That was it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he wrote, cool. he wrote Underwater. Um, and... He has directed one other film, but it was like a rom-com. Um, Fuck, that needs a rewatch. I might download underwater. that on Disney Plus for when we're away. We rewatched it a while ago, and it, it, it holds up. It's a cracking film, is Underwater. Yeah. Um, yeah nice. So we will save you. Um, an exiled, anxiety-ridden homebody must battle with an alien who's found its way into her home. Kind of, yeah. Um, it's Caitlin sure. um, Diva. It's kind of the start. Yeah. Uh, Ian, what did you think to this? And did you know, going in, that there was basically no dialogue? Uh, yes, I did. I didn't. So I knew, a li- I knew a little bit about this film. I take it you didn't. I haven't watched the trailer. Didn't even know yeah. it was about aliens until um, it, the synopsis on Disney Plus said it was. That was about it. I knew nothing. Went in completely cold. Uh, yeah, so I, I, I knew there was barely any dialogue, but I hadn't seen the trailer, and I thought it was just going to be like basically her versus an alien for an hour and a half. Mm. So when she fucking like st- stabbed it in the head with like a screwdriver or some shit. No, it? it was a um, it it was like it was a clock tower. It was a, it was a bell tower. From um, that little like model city she had. Oh fuck yeah! All right, cool. I, I I'll be honest. I what I I had a. Few, it was after the, the podcast. I watched this on uh, Wednesday night after we recorded. I'd had a few, so I might be a little bit hazy on some of the film if I'm if I'm yeah. honest. I, I, I watched um, it this morning at like seven o'clock this morning with a. Uh, I didn't even go for coffee. I I had a cup of tea, which is a very rare thing that I will like, drink tea. I had a cup of tea and was watching this, and then literally at that moment went, did she stab him with like a bell tower? Yeah, and then, and then yeah. it, it pulled me so, I was like, fair enough, she did, yeah. All right, girl, fair enough. So, yeah, like that happens, and I was like, well, what the fuck's going to happen now then? <laughs> and then it just goes off. Yep. Um, You know, it's kind of like a, you know, you got a bit of body horror. You got a bit of fucking like psychological trauma. I mean, it's about trauma, mm. you know, but I think it dresses it up well enough that it's not smacking you in the face with it. Um, it, it you know, it's got it's got some great sequences throughout. Yeah. Um, and then just has an absolutely fucking bonkers ending, <laughs> which like that last scene is. Wow, we yeah. All right, that's a way to go out. That is dark, but in the context of the film, the 
happy ending that character needed. (laughs) In a weird way, it kind of is. I was watching the ending going, so that girl is just now living with all of these aliens and she's, I mean, she's totally having a threesome with that girl and that guy. So go, go girl. Yeah, well played. It's It's worked out well for you. I literally, I WhatsApped Noel and was just like, Right, so am I just reading it right that she is now just kind of like at peace, living life in that town, but like all of the aliens are basically just done her a solid and are like, nah, we'll we'll leave you be. It kind of seems like maybe you could you could do with some friends. It, it just, Here it, you go. Yeah, it's more just like right. You, you've killed too many of us, so clearly there's something going on here. So we're just going to leave you, but we're all aliens. And she's been like, yeah, all right, fair enough. All right, that. <laughs> it's just like that, that smile on her face at the end. Yeah. Where it's almost like, I know this should be terrifying, but kind of not. Yeah. I'm fine with this. Mm. I, yeah, I fascinating. I mean... The the wordless thing does stretch credulity. It does. I, what I will say there is there was a point where I paused it. And, and Disney Plus have got this annoying thing now where a time bar doesn't come up along the bottom when you pause it. I, I, for some reason, that just really annoys me. It, it, feel, it doesn't feel very clean. Um, sure, yeah, yeah. So, and I was, I was getting another drink, and so I paused it. And, and I was thinking, you know, it's... It's 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 having a bit of a lull, and I thought, I wonder how long's left. So I skip, I press back. It's like fuck, hell, there's forty five minutes left. I don't know where this is going, but it doesn't appear to actually be actually going anywhere. And I've and I'm only halfway through, and I was enjoying it, but I was a little bit like, do you know what? If it's forty five minutes more of this, then. I'm, it's going to get old real quick. And it, it did start to a little bit. And I am going to say, I am getting a little bit tired of the things coming out of things' mouth and going into mouth thing in an, like horror. It, it, mm-hmm. It's just a bit like, could, could you not be more interesting? Could it not come out of its yeah, eyes? I get it. It's phallic and it's invasive. Yeah, and going yeah. eyes. But it just it's a bit like, seriously, just mouth thing. But then, it, but then it did add a bit to it that was quite fun where she fucking reaches in her own mouth and pulls the fucker out. I thought it was pretty yeah, cool. Yeah. You've not seen another one do that. <laughs> That's true. You know, that was that was quite good. And it was a good edit as well. A real good mm. edit from there to there. Mm. But as well, it keeps the mystery of what's, what she done. Um, and you, you know that it, in some way that it's that that her friend is dead. But you're there going, but what's happened? And then when it, it shows you, you're there going, oh, all right, yeah. I I don't have to hate her, um, but I can see why the town shuns her, but then again, it is harsh. <laughs> I mean, it's like when that woman spat at her, I was like, shit, she's fucking done something bad. Yeah. Yeah. And that you know that that that's quite that's quite powerful, mm. but yeah yeah, it's I don't know it's well played out though. But again, it, it's it's kind of trauma, but I I don't know. I just felt like it played it more 
organically than just going, this is what this is about. Yeah. Um, it, it, it never it never tries to hammer it home, but you get the idea of yeah she she feels she feels like an alien within that world because she's ostracized from it, but also as well she can't seem to leave it. it it's also her world, yeah. so she's developed her own little world within that world, and then at the end she gets to share her little world with she gets to expand it effectively. Now everybody's doing that fucking dance. It did. Old school dance I was, I, I was with. looking at it and going and going. So did she get the aliens to drag out all the carpets and do like this little? That's fucking great. Are they like her slaves? Because <laughs> there's quite a lot of like rugs out there, isn't there? She had them out on her own and just invited them all. She had help. Yeah, they're, they're just they're just gonna do the, the thing with her. Yeah. It's like, all right, if it keeps her sweet and she's happy, then and she cool. just, we're she, happy. Doesn't, she doesn't fucking murder any more of us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, good deal. Yeah, we can just, but we're, we're all right with it. You know. Yeah, I, I I had a good time with it. It, it it it's it's smart that it it knows that it it doesn't need to be too long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I think if you'd have had another five minutes of any of this movie, I would have been a little bit like, "All right, now, fuck off, you've you've ruined it now." But it, it, it's a it's a ninety minute uh, genre pick, and that's how that's how long genre picks should be. They should be ninety minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a good like Kane the Diva as well. Decent, you know. Physically capable's got to do an awful lot with not a lot of chat, as we said, and I think she plays that quite well. Like the looks on her face are quite exaggerated at times, but you know, in fairness to her, I think she's um, hamstrung by the fact that she's basically not allowed to talk, fucking make a noise. Yeah, that's it by a director. So I'm not going to blame her for that. Yeah, and it is—it's one of those. I mean, when we're saying guys, I get balls all the time. There is literally. Five words, I believe, spoken in the entire thing, and they're all spoken at the same time, and that's it. There's nothing else throughout it, uh, and it's not like it's not like um, something like a quiet place where she has to be quiet so that the aliens don't sit, don't hear her. It's nothing like that. There's nothing to do with. There's no reason for it to have no dialogue other than the fact that mm. she has no one to talk to. <laughs> And she clearly isn't a person that talks to herself. If I was in that situation, I would. It, it would be there would be more words than in any movie ever because yeah, I, I talk mean, to I mean, myself yeah, that, that, all of the time. And that's that's the thing. It's like I get there's trauma and she's been ostracized, but it feels like it's a basically a complete rewiring of a brain mm. would be needed to make her be as just no noise as she is like yeah okay she kind of pants and grunts and stuff from time to time but it was you know i get that it's to make a point but it just took me out of it in moments there was a couple of moments where i went yeah we get it brian man um and it was the the fact that the gravestone said Loving mother of Bryn. And it's like, yeah, I, I, we, we got yeah. that that was her mum's grave. And then there was a picture of 
Maud and Bryn, BFFs. It's like, yeah, we get it. They were friends. You don't literally have to write it on the screen for us. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it's it's fun. It's it's fun, and more people should watch it because if you've got Disney Plus, it's just there. <laughs> I wouldn't have been. I, I think we say this a lot when we when we do things like this. I, I wouldn't have been disappointed going to see that at the cinema. It, it's. I think it would have worked really fucking well in the cinema. Yeah, this. I'd have really liked it. I think it would have the the. Because the, the, the sound design is actually quite good, and the the aliens as well. There, it shows the alien fucking straight away. There's no fucking around with it. And just the fact he is just a little grey dude yeah. scuttling about. <laughs> yeah. It's great. It's great. And he's just got fucking like hand feet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And the fact at one point when the feet come down, she does make an face. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it felt like it felt like that felt kind of real. Uh, but yeah, as well, she manages to kick a few of my ass and she she kills a couple of them, which doesn't appear like yep. anybody else has managed to do. But also, as well, I will say that yeah, having it basically being in a cloud again was a bit like. Maybe you should have changed that after no. <laughs> sure. Yeah. 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 Um, but definitely not shit. Yeah, definitely not shit, man. Yeah. Uh, uh, de- de- decent time. Decent time. Yeah, our audience poll for that. Uh, 43% definitely not shit. 43% touching cloth and 14% shit. And that... Kind of more of a mixed bag yeah. than I expected, actually. I, I, I thought it'd be a bit more. Yeah, I thought I thought, I, I thought people would have reacted more positively to that. So yeah, uh, right. Should we do some what we've been up to? I'll, I'll, I'll go and grab Becky. Oh, yeah. Bex, yeah. you safe? What have you been up to, Ian? Back to down now. All right. Uh, okay. So, a few things. Uh, or, or at least a couple of things. Just pulling them up now. Come on, you fuckers. Right. So, yeah, I've got uh, two other films to talk about. So, uh, rewatch of Spike Lee's Inside Man. Um <laughs> I, 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 I love the fact that the title is just so on the nose with that film. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, it's funny. <laughs> um, I, look, I mean, that film is just such an incredibly perfectly formed, self-contained little nugget of fun plot, fun characters, um, New York as all hell, um, brilliant score um and and yeah i just this like a twisty plot but at the central the center of it denzel washington just playing a cop who's like just quite impressed with himself constantly and uh just i i forgot that the end the last scene of this film is Denzel Washington basically just getting ready to have sex with his missus and they're obviously going to have a really good time. <laughs> like the last line of the film, I'm paraphrasing slightly, but it's something like, 
baby, hurry up. These handcuffs are getting cold. <laughs> and it's... Um, yeah, I mean, like, Denzel Washington and Clive Owen only get a couple of scenes together, but they're, they're really fantastic. And then you've got Jodie Foster as this, like, this fixer who's just above it all and gets sent back down to earth. And it just so many fucking New York actors and kind of like, hey, that guy's in it as well. Um, and yeah, the the plot is just very, very clever too. You know, um, it, it's incredibly watchable film um you know it's it's on netflix i was like yeah fuck it let me watch this again and it it just a couple of it's you know it's a good couple hours long and it just flies by yeah i god i I would have loved a sequel and you know spike lee said that they tried and they couldn't get the money for it and and which is mad because it this this made it, it, good it, solid money. I believe it might be. Um, I think it's like Spike Lee's like highest grossing movie. I think. I, I think you're right. Yeah, I think it is. Um, and it's just like even if it wasn't like necessarily Washington and Owen again, just like Washington and Edgeyfer like on another case. Yeah, would be would rule. That's it. You don't need. I mean, it, 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 I, I do think that the, the the Denzel Washington's character is one of the most interesting characters in the movie. Yeah, quite. And, you know, he's got this kind of like this stuff hanging over him, like his money that's gone missing. And it is a little bit like, well, is he a bit of a snake? And it's like, no, he's no, he's not, you know. And the the the, the way it kind of comes out in the wash could be because Jodie Foster, Foster's fixer character could just be that the shit was found. But there's a great scene where like his, his superior is just like, oh, you'll never you'll never guess where uh, where we found it. And he's just like, was it in my bank account? No. Was it under my mattress? No. Then I don't want to know. You know, and it, 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 I, I just that's great. So many cool character moments with with, uh, with him. Um, yeah, absolute banger of a film is Inside Man. Um, disappointingly, not a banger of a film is new Netflix original Reptile, um, co-written by and starring um, Benicio del Toro. Uh, also featuring uh, Justin Timberlake um, and uh, and others. Um, so, yeah, uh, story is um, Justin Timberlake plays an estate agent whose girlfriend, who's like also an estate agent, like um, works with him, is murdered. Uh, Benicio del Toro is um, on the case, um, and uh, essentially what starts as a murder investigation kind of spirals into something bigger. Um, this film is pretty engaging for the first half or so, while it's the murder investigation. It's long, you know. There's as well. a lot. Yeah, yeah. It's like two hours ten or something like that. Um, that you know, there's a lot of suspects, and you know, there's kind of like people come into it are just like right am i only suspecting them because they're stereotypically the kind of person you, you you'd suspect would be a suspect and it's like yes yes they are i'm just um, looking at the wikipedia and it credits michael pitt as as eli phillips a suspect oh does it really <laughs> yeah. yeah and yeah i mean like yeah michael michael pitt is is decent in 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 this as well actually um it's good to see him in something again 
Um, but then through the first half as well, you've got Benicio del Toro's character. He's kind of like he's almost got like a, a, a taste for the um, for the, the the good things in life, and it is a bit like well, is he a bent copper? There's a little bit of Denzel Washington in Inside Man to him to an extent, um, not not quite as ultra, but. Like there's a moment where um, he's um, looking around uh, Justin Timberlake's uh, kitchen and like kind of asking questions. It's like the murder, like it's the murder house, asking questions and stuff. And he just says to his partner at one, he, oh god, what is it? There's a tap, and it's a tap that you activate by kind of like waving your hand at it. And then he, he's just doing that, and he just says to his partner like, "I fucking love this kitchen." <laughs> And then about five minutes later, there's this, I, there's this dramatic music. Slight spoiler alert for Reptile, but just a fucking weird, bizarre piece of direction, if you don't mind. Yep. There's this music building up. Benicio del Toro's like really like focusing on something, and it goes boom. And what is he looking at? It's that tap he was just waving at and he wants to buy it on some online shopping site. <laughs> and I got there and I, I was just like, right, I don't know what this film is doing. Um, there's another moment where um, like, he's at a car dealership like working on a clue and he's just like, this car, how many miles on it? What's the cost? Huh, yeah, yeah. And then he just gets his partner to like get in the car with him, and they're just fucking talking about the case while he's like fiddling about with his with the seat, and every now and then going, oh yeah, yeah. And it it it's the second half of the film does kind almost like build like build off of the like he likes the good things in life kind kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so I kind of get it, but seriously, this music is like there's going to be a really dramatic reveal, and then it's just he's looking at a fucking tap. It's it's so weird. And then the second half just goes off a cliff, just completely shits the bed. Uh. Um, and yeah, it just I won't say anything more than it gets bigger than just a murder investigation, but by the end, it's just. I mean, this is this is just some by the numbers shit, and I don't I don't care. I preferred it when it was more focused. Um, whatever, and I, I I checked out of it like pretty hardcore. But Benicio del Toro obviously cares and is putting in a shift. And Justin Timberlake is just very very good at playing. I don't know whether I trust you or not characters. <laughs> he's a decent actor, is Timberlake. He, he's, yeah, and he's, he's solid in this. Like, the, the performances in this film do not let it down. And, I mean, like, for what it's worth, it looks like a movie. You know, it, it's got a good kind of menacing score. It, you know, Alicia Silverstone, actually, is uh, Del, Del Toro's wife in this, and she's pretty fucking good, too. It just... The second half, the story just goes into right. Okay, so we're we're doing one of these then, and it it just it's not nearly as interesting as the first half was, and it just completely foregoes that almost kind of like weird comedy vibes that some of the first half was was giving off. 
Um, yeah, d- disappointing um, o- overall. And like you said earlier, Mark, it's pretty fucking long. Yeah. Especially for what it turns out to be. I looked at that and thought, I, I thought this was going to be about probably, you know, somewhere between 97 and 104 minutes, and then it's topping out at 136. <laughs> yeah, this this is very much Netflix content of the week. No, no one's going to be talking about it next week. Mm. And uh, that's me. Bex, <clears throat> you've been, have you just been sawing it? Hmm, well, sort of. So I watched the last three Saw movies. Um, we covered four, technically. Four, yeah. Uh, we covered a fair bit of it um, earlier. What I will say is, Saw three D has some good traps, but is ultimately disappointing. But it does serve the purpose of bringing back Doctor Gordon and getting rid of Hoffman because he's a dickhead. Um, Jigsaw's really interesting. I, I like the twist at the end that everything's years ago. Um, and that the pathologist guy is, is one of his guys um, and Spiral um, I think going into it expecting it to be a Saw movie when when I watched it when it first came out was probably a large part of my disappointment with it I really enjoyed it a lot more this time round going into it knowing from the get-go that spoiler alert it's a copycat um so yeah it it really allowed me to enjoy it more Hmm. um i also accidentally watched a different movie called spiral (laughs) (laughs) oh wow okay (laughs) i was watching it going "I i don't remember there being any gay bashing at the start of spiral this is weird. Yeah, you selected the wrong one, didn't we? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, basically this one. So the IMDb synopsis is, a same-sex couple move to a small town to enjoy a better quality of life and raise their daughter with strong social values. But when neighbours throw a very strange party, nothing is as it seems in their picturesque neighbourhood. So, basically, yeah, this, this, this gay couple... Um, and one of their um, sort of late teens daughters moved to this small town. One of them's a writer and he's trying to write, but then weird shit starts happening. Um, people, someone breaks into their house and spray paints the gay slur F word on their wall um, rather than the regular F word. Um, and some weird guy turns up shouting on their property and things like that. But the writer guy, he keeps having flashbacks of this um, the, the, the gay bashing incident from the start of the movie where the you don't see all of it, but basically they get attacked and the guy that he's with gets m- more severely attacked than he does. But then throughout the movie, he's talking to him on the phone and stuff like that. He keeps like calling him despite the fact that he's not with him anymore and all this kind of stuff. And it's, it's, just, it's just very weird. Um, he goes down like an investigative route, try to find out what's going on in the, um, you know, in, in the town that they've moved to. And it turns out there's some recurring patterns. It's... I don't want to spoil it too much because... 
it is a recommend it's quite an interesting sort of take on the whole is it paranoia is it really happening kind of genre of movie Mm. um but yeah there's a few there's a few fake out sort of bits with it it's good Yeah, I, yeah. It's cool that you like started watching the wrong film and just ended up watching the whole fucking thing. Fair play. Yeah, well, so I started watching it. I realised it was the wrong one, then I googled it, and then I was like, Do you know, what, actually, that sounds quite intriguing. I'm gonna give it a go. It's still in the same horror mm. genre, so it slakes that appetite. So yeah. Um, and then the only other one that I watched was the one we watched together. Oh. Right. Oh well, let's 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 leave them with that then. There's not really much to say about this one. We've spoken about it at length many many times. Yeah, we have. Um, so we rewatched First Blood for the m- millionth time. Yes. Um, it's actually my suggestion as well, wasn't it? It was your suggestion, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, so we 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 kind of we're kind of almost making like if we ever set the night where we're going to watch a movie, we're kind of doing like a four K Saturday, aren't we? Yeah. Um, and so yeah so we watched First Blood which Ian had gifted me on 4K nice thanks for doing Ian and thank you very much for our training day which will be future yeah yeah (laughs) traditions of of, of, of 4K Saturdays Um, as as, as my building collection is growing isn't it Mm. Uh, we've got a a cupboard the 4K cupboard yeah (laughs) it's there now we could once you've got a few more we could get a shelf no we're not getting a shelf stay in the cupboard I miss the DVD. I, I like the cleanness of not having them. <laughs> um, so yeah, so rewatch First Blood. It, it, the 4K looks fantastic for anybody who's, who's thinking about getting it. You should. It looks amazing. And the film uh, itself fucking slaps. Like I keep expecting to watch it at some point and like not enjoy it as much. But every time I watch, I enjoy it more. And I've I, I've watched a few movies. Yeah. Strap in, guys. It's the Mark selection. So I rewatched the forty-year-old virgin. Ooh, um, to kind of I, I was intrigued, and the thing is, in my brain, the reason why I've rewatched this in a while is because I thought, sure, this film's like it, it, it's like in excess of two hours, but it isn't. I think I'm thinking of um, this is arguing um, that that's one's longer. Um, and so yes, yeah, so I gave it a, gave it a go, gave it a rewatch. I was I was also curious to see, you know, eighteen years on, how has this aged as badly as I think it will have aged? <laughs> yes and no is the answer. Um, there's like, you know, there's you could point at things like the "Do you know how I know you're gay?" jokes. Has been a little bit like, ooh, that's a little bit. Uh. But I actually also kind of don't think it is. I just think that these guys are kind of idiots and are just being idiots. And I'm. It's not. But I don't even think it's. In I don't nasty think at ways. the time. I don't think it. No, I don't necessarily think it was nasty. Yeah. 
But at the time, I don't think Apatow's thinking was that you are supposed to think they are idiots. It is you are supposed to find what they're saying funny. Well, I think there's an element of that. But I also do think there's an element of a you are also supposed to think that they are idiots, but they are funny. I mean, for for what it's worth, at the time, I thought what they they were saying was funny. Mm. Attitudes and opinions change. Yeah, that you know, that's it. Like it, that. But that, the, I think the thing is, it, it's not. It, it, it's not nasty, and I don't think any of the the bits within this are particularly nasty. And it does have um, one of the great sort of of all of these films. It does have Forty Year Virgin does have one of the funniest lines and line deliveries um, of this group of films, the Apatow world. And it's just when Seth Rogen is in. Um, Andy's um, apartment and Andy's just told him that um, Catherine Keener's character is about to come over um, to go on their date and he's just going, just look at this place and then he turns around and goes is is that Steve Austin's dad, (laughs) boss? And it's like, yeah. And it's just it's it's just really, it's it's a really well delivered line. Um, It it's funny it's probably you are watching it going, it, it's one of the better ones of these, but yeah, it's not as funny as people remember. <laughs> it's more funny because you... It's fucking long as well, eh? Yeah, it is. It, 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 it feels like it's too long. Um, jumping from a movie that feels like it's too long to another movie that feels like it's too long. Um, released only a couple of years before. And a movie that literally destroyed a director's career. Yeah, it's it's Gili. I rewatched yeah, Gili. Right, yeah. Um, to see if it was as bad as people kind of always say it is. It is, Gili. It is that bad. Um, the thing is, Jennifer Lopez is fine in it. She's engaging. She's pleasant to spend time with. For some reason... Martin Brest has got um, Ben Affleck doing a New York accent, which makes no sense. You know, he's supposed to be like a low-level crime, like a low-level gangster. Mm. Just have him called, like, fucking Boston Larry or something like that. He doesn't have to be from New York, and it doesn't make sense. The, also, the film, ex- like, like, the film literally... At two points within the first 15 minutes, make sure that you know what it's called by having people get his name wrong and him explain it, how you say his name. Oh, he's Geely him? Yeah, he's, he's Larry oh, Geely. Okay. No, he, he, he's Geely. Uh, yeah, and you have at points where someone calls him Giggly. Giggly. And then somebody calls him Giggle. And he's like, no, it's, it's Geely, like really. And it, that happens like three times throughout the movie. Yeah. Um, but the, the the main problem this movie has isn't the fact that... I mean, somehow it costs $75 million, which makes no sense because nothing happens. Um, of that $75 million, I assume that $30 million of it was Jennifer Lopez. $30 million of it was Ben Affleck. $10 million of it was Al Pacino. Yeah. And then the other five was the film. 
but yeah, but nothing happens, and it's really quite boring, and it's just over two hours long. Fair play. Yeah. It, the story is basically, they are... You've not seen it, have you, Vic? No. Have you ever seen it, Ian? Uh, I, no, actually. Don't, you don't need to. No, I don't think I have. Don't. Please, nobody mm. watch it. But the story essentially is that he... That Julius has kidnapped a uh, the brother of a um, a federal prosecutor. But he doesn't know it's the brother of a federal prosecutor. He just thinks it's the brother of somebody that his boss needs to have a bit of leverage over, and then you find out it's a federal prosecutor, who is played by um, Justin Bartham. But he's got autism. And the way that he gets to kidnap him is he tells him he's going to take him to, to Baywatch, the place where Baywatch is. is. Yeah. Because he thinks that Baywatch is real. And that's it. The whole thing is that, that, that he keeps pretending to take this kid, no, I'm going to take you to Baywatch, but then pretending that Baywatch, that every day that he's trying to take him while he's got him kidnapped, is he's pretending that Baywatch is closed that day by talking to somebody on a walkie-talkie that is actually a flashlight. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, genuinely, take away the fact that Jennifer Lopez is quite fetching. Take away that from the film and there is nothing. <laughs> to this film whatsoever it deserves not even to be called like one of the worst ones of all time because there's not enough to it for it to be that bad it is just it is the most 2 out of 10 movie that can exist so like 2 out of 5 movie that can exist there's nothing to it um, and then finally around off me watching this is a good one I watched yeah. a good movie Yeah. I think you just did this because you're embarrassed by your others no, no, nope, just fancy rewatching it. Rewatched a serious man. Because oh, nice. I don't think I've actually watched this since the cinema. And I really enjoyed it in the cinema. So mm. it's been like a number of years since it came out, like nearly 15 years since it came out. So I thought, I'm, I'm due a rewatch of this because I remember enjoying it. And I've previously enjoyed rewatching the Coen Brothers sillier movies. Mm. Not outright silly movies like Raising Arizona, which I do enjoy rewatching, mm-hmm. but the ones where because this was the movie they made off the back of um, No Country for Old Men, and Lebowski is the movie they made off the back of Fargo. So whenever they make a movie that that, that was like really like commercially successful and critically successful, they tend to make something that is incredibly esoterically Cohen. <laughs> yeah. And that's what this movie is. Right. Um, you've got um, Fred uh, Malamed, you know, creates a great character with Cy Abelman. You know, the guy who essentially is having an affair with his wife, but he's just being really nice to him. <laughs> he just wants things mm. to go really nice. But it's also, as well, underneath it all, this like malevolent force that is driving him out of his home. And causing him to possibly not get tenure at his job. And all of these things that is there. But he kind of can't do anything about it, um, Stuhlberg. Because he just doesn't know what's going on. (laughs) It's like, he's very much like, I don't know how this has all happened. And all of these things just keep happening around him. And he's just kind of like being pushed through it. Throughout it. It's just this really 
offbeat but not hyper weird movie. Yeah. Um, I really enjoyed it. It's such an engaging and cracking watch. Like the 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 open bit with the the, the kid um, who uh, Clive who is trying to essentially bribe him to change his grade. And he's like, I, no, I'm not taking that. He's saying it's not mine. He's going, no, it is. I know what you're doing. And he's going, no, I, I, I haven't left that there. And he's like, you have left that there. And he's going, no, 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 no. It's yours. It's like, no, it's not mine. It's, it, it's yours. You've left it here. I know what you're doing. He's going, no, 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 you take that. It's like, no, I don't want to take it, but it's yours. It's like, no. <laughs> and then eventually he just does. <laughs> yeah, um, a cracking film. Um, and the you need to go and see um, the Rabbi Mershak. He'll he'll know what to do. And then eventually he does go and see him, and he just talks complete fucking crap to him. It's yeah. If anyone else has been sat on rewatching the Serious Man, please don't sit on it any longer. It's it's a real, just deeply black comedy that is a real good time. Nice. Yeah. Um, right. We because I remembered this week to ask questions. Uh, I yeah, you did good. I have asked questions, and we've we've had some good ones back, um, as we always do. Um, Bex is currently out of the room, so I'm kind of stalling for time a little bit. Um, but she's on her way back. Um, so yeah, uh, Rick Kidd uh, asked as uh, given his recent passing. Um, what are your favourite Michael Gambon films? I enjoy him in Layer Cake. He's very good in Layer Cake, yeah. I mean, there's 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 a right answer to this, and I'll let you have it because you mentioned it earlier. No, you can take it as well. The Cook, the Thief, His Wife, and Her Lover is is pinnacle for me. Like it's a fucking fantastic movie. But I do also really enjoy him in Sleepy Hollow. Oh, I do really yeah. enjoy Sleepy Hollow. Mm. But he's great in that. He, had, he, he lends a gravity to a really daft film. <laughs> to a really Edward Scissorhandsy kind of performance from Johnny Depp. And then he's like, it's weighty. Mm. I mean, I, I, yeah, the, for me, the, my answer would be. Cook, thief, wife, and uh, cook the thief, his wife, and her lover. Because he's that, that, it, it, just a force mm. of just unpleasantness in that film. Yeah. Um, and then there was another, another one uh, that I remembered, and I've already forgotten which one it was. Uh, toys. He's really fucking good yeah, in toys. He's really good in toys. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and they were like back to back. I think those movies. I think they released like I think he made them like within a couple of years of each other. Um, a really good, like, bad guy Zed name in it, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, he's called Zivo. General Le- Leland Zevo, yeah. Zivo, yeah. Um, yeah, Toys is a good film. I remember seeing that a couple of times at the cinema, actually. I love Toys. Yeah. Um, right. Uh, Dylan Black Lanterns. After catching the screening of The Exorcist. Sore subject, isn't it, that, Rebecca? It is a sore subject. Fucking uh, Cineworld. 
at the light in Sheffield, I left and found myself in the middle of Freshers' Weekend. <laughs> Just total carnage everywhere. Souped up cans, back to, uh, souped up cans back to back, um, and guys with bad haircuts and bros in fake tan flooding the streets. So my question is, have you ever left a screening and found out the gates of hell have opened up around you, or some other weird... Oh, fuck. God, there's a question. Well, kinda, but... Basically, because when I used to be a projectionist, like, oftentimes I'd be getting out right in just the fucking worst times on, like, a Friday or Saturday night in Cardiff. Yeah. So, I mean, like, technically, it's a little bit of a cheat because it's me finishing work, but it would be during a screening. I mean, um... Yeah, I mean, and also, I mean, like, to be fair with Cardiff, like, if there's, if it's, like, the spicy end of a Six Nations, it, like, even if it's, like, a Saturday afternoon, about half five, six, it can be fucking disgusting. Yeah. In Cardiff City Centre. Like, about a minute walk away from the Cineworld is a area of Cardiff affectionately known as Chippy Alley <laughs> which is just the creme de la creme of I am not going to look anyone in the eye, I am just going to walk straight on and hope no one fucking throws anything in my near direction <laughs> Fair. I love the Welsh um, but I mean, they are just as bad as a lot of the UK where it comes to louty behaviour when too much alcohol has been consumed. Yeah, I think that's a, um, that, that, that's a very British thing, I think, sadly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I, God, I just, like, I remember going to the Cineworld to see something on a Saturday afternoon. I got out about, like, half five it was the last day of the Six Nations and it was just a fucking pigsty. Bex? The one that springs to mind for me is when me and Isabel went to see Day of the Doctor at the cinema at City Screen. Oh, the Doctor Who Who thing, yeah. Yeah. Um, So she had been like nine, came out of the cinema, had a really nice time, blah, blah. But it's on Coney Street, isn't it? Yeah. And it well, it opens out into like uh, there's revolutions, is it mm. called? And mm. pitch from piano, and and there was just an awful lot of like day drinking and hen parties that had obviously been going on, and it was just like I think I think when you when your child encounters seriously drunk people for the first time, and it's just like what's going on? What's wrong with everybody? <laughs> it's a bit like eye opening. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, that's that's the one that springs to mind for me. It was fucking just like I felt like really embarrassed for everybody, and I like normally when I see drunk people in town, I'm just like yeah, they're having a good time. But like, it makes you see it through different eyes, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Sure. I don't think I have one where there was like carnage, but I had one when I went to see Inland Empire. Mm. Um, it started at just after nine o'clock at night. So it didn't finish. It's three hours long. Mm. It didn't finish till just after midnight. Um, and 
I, I'd been in the cinema watching that. I think it was a bit late. I think it was nearly one o'clock in the morning it finished. And then having seen that, and then walked out, and it was a full moon, I remember that. So everything was like really lit up. Mm. I'd just been a bit like, I don't really know what's going on. I'm really tired. I think I'd been at work at like six in the morning and then gone. Bad, bad film to have seen to then come out. Yeah. That discombobulation as well. I think it? I was tired. I think I was on like some form of like medication as well. And I was I was just spaced out. and was just like, I didn't really know what was happening. And I think I even set off to walk home in like the wrong direction. <laughs> just, I was just confused. Bless you. Um, ZZ uh, said, Never been a Marvel fan, but around Infinity slash Endgame time, they had me interested. But what's gone wrong for the franchise? Overexposure, lack of Tony Stark, even you three seem enthusiastic. Uh, thoughts? Oh, Interesting, even us three. Um, I feel like we've been unenthusiastic about the MCU for a, several years at this point. Yeah, but I'm, I'm, that might that's also just the the written words. So um, if I'm reading into that incorrectly, you have my apologies. It, I think it's a mixture of those, those things that the the person just said there. Who, who was it again? Sorry, um, they are credited as ZZ um, on on Twitter. ZZ. ZZ. All right. Sorry. Uh, oh, yeah, ZZ. So it's. Yeah, I, look, it, 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 there is too much. You know, the the TV shows have got, like, largely come and gone. Loki season two starts on Friday, and they are. I don't know about you guys, they seem to be promoting the fuck out of that way more than they were some of the others. Oh, yeah, we got, we got a trailer for it before both movies, I believe, that we saw mm. today. Ah, uh, okay. Um, yeah, yeah. And, it, like. It, it that I don't remember there being nearly as much for Secret Invasion or She Hulk or A N other of these, um, and and, and it just it, things are cyclical, you know, and it unless there's quality mixed with treat them mean, keep them keen in terms of not giving them giving people too much, then you know it, it's a difficult. It's a difficult thread to needle, and I feel like they're not threading it very well at the moment. I, the Marvels has got an awful lot of pressure riding on it, um, and the trailer for that has some fucking. I like Neo da Costa. It has some real shot on a fucking green screen in a car park in Georgia vibes to it. Um, the space stuff looks awful. Ant Man though. No, no, fair play. No, not nearly as much as Quantumania, which was this year. Yeah, I, f- and what? I still haven't watched it. Um, but like, and the, the it, big problem for me is we we watched that trailer, didn't we? The Marvels trailer. Yeah. And you said actually that looks quite good, and I said yeah, but you'll have to watch fucking Ms. Marvel. Yeah, I'll just watch. watch a two, I'll just watch a two-minute YouTube catch-up. They've they've basically made it inaccessible for anybody that isn't wanting to commit their fucking life to it basically um i think as well you've got you've got to factor in the fact that there's a big come down after after endgame it was it was such a such a fucking run to yeah. get to endgame um of great movies and then all of a sudden they're 
<laughs> introducing new characters and like it, it, characters you love that have gone. That and... was it. The, the, there was this crescendo. Yeah. And then they seemed to think that they could get away with just continuing playing the music. And it's like, no, no, you've, you've kind of got to start a new fucking opera. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the output's just been weak in comparison. I, 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 I solely blame it on the fact that there's TV shows. Yeah. Yeah. They've, 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 they've fucked it. It's it's lost its grandeur because, you know, no matter what, you know, golden fucking heyday of TV and all this bullshit. But people associate... The thing is, it doesn't... Marvel don't make... The, the, don't make the amount of money that they make off these movies by people like us watching them. They make it off people having it as that's the three or four cinema trips they do a year yeah. going. And if you bring it down to... No, Marvel is a TV product now. Mm. Not a cinema product. Well, also, the you, three you, or you, four cinema trip a year people aren't going to watch three TV series to prep but for it, a movie. It, it, uh, uh, yeah. Even if they do, that, that's it. A, a, a small percentage of them will. But the other percentage of them won't. And it's kind of like, ah, uh, do you know what? I can't... I can't it, mm. There's fatigue. It, yeah. it ran out. Um, they... They essentially just thought that they could, like I say, just continue churning out hit out of hit and then just take over the TV market as well. And it doesn't work like that. They, 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 their hubris ran out. The thing is, if you've got something like, I think you could get away with like a one division kind of TV no. show where it's it's a bit of a bottle universe kind of thing, and then you could have had that just as a thing that happened in her life, but it doesn't then feed into the movies. But, you know, if, if they were unrelated additional content that people could watch, but you didn't need to watch. Like the Star Wars things. Yeah. But then people have said about, what's the latest one? Loki? No. Ahsoka. Ahsoka. That that's very much, you know, you, you'll be all right with it, but if you knew all of this... Mm. You, you know, you'll get more out of it. It. Mm. it leans very, very heavily on Star Wars Rebels, which is a four-season animated series. There you go. That, it, that that's the problem. They've they've tried to they've they've tried to go. Well, we don't just want the cake. <laughs> uh, we also want the fucking. We we want every single meal, and we want all of your snacks as well. Mm. And they basically just wanted everything. And it it, 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 it it fucked it and it cheapened it. And it, it, you are it, right, they've made their content, they've, they've made their output, sorry, less special. Because what it did, it didn't drag the TV shows up to being like um, eight-part movies. Mm. It's What it's done is it's made their movies... Drag them down. Drag them so. down to looking like TV specials. You know, like, like we, we, we say quite a lot, you know... they. I haven't watched it, so I can't comment on Ant-Man Quantum Mania, but one of the reasons why I haven't watched it is it doesn't look in any way like it has anything tactile to it, visually. Mm. I, I, it, you are watching an animated movie. You are watching, essentially, a computer game that you can't play. And, I mean, Bob Iger said himself, like, I mean, to be, you know, it it's become less special and we need to... We need to pump the brakes on these things. And, you know, obviously we've had the, the strikes going on, so not a lot's been getting made anyway. But where's Eternals 2? Yeah, doesn't appear like You know, where's Shang-Chi 2? Like, Shang-Chi did well yep. 
where the fuck is the sequel to that? No one's mentioning it. No, you know, no one's even asking where is the sequel to it. People are just going. I mean, it's just ticking along. And we, we what? The next one's a Captain America without Captain America. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you know, we'll we'll see how that goes. But then that will probably require people to have to have an understanding of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. But then you know, I've said before, Doctor Strange: The Multiverse of Madness, the way. Um, Elizabeth Olsen's character starts in Multiverse of Madness makes fuck all sense mm, when you've watched WandaVision. Yeah, mm. that, that, I literally had to turn on to Becky Joe in it and go, what the fuck's going on here? Because mm. you'd watched WandaVision. Mm. And I, I, I have no interest. It, it's homework. Mm. Eight hours of fucking homework and, to I mean, watch a movie. And, yeah, Looking I mean, through the... Phase 4, there's one good movie in there. Which? Shang-Chi. I didn't really like Shang-Chi. Well, when there's no good movies in there, do you? Eternals. But I mean... but But this is the thing. It's... The homework aspect is real. Because, you know, it's... I I think of, like, the Empire spoiler specials. Where, you know, they, they branched out of movies and started doing recaps and discussions of... 40 minutes of TV every week. And it's a bit... There's just... There's, what audience actually wants that? I don't think it's a very large audience. Like, people will rock up four times a year, watch this shit, really enjoy it, and you'll get people embracing that, but the more that there is to it, and the more convoluted these things go, and the more that they start putting in Easter eggs and fan theories, and it just becomes like, okay, now you're also going to be watching 20-minute YouTube videos dissecting a fucking trailer and stuff. And it, it just... It's too much for most people who, I don't know, have jobs and responsibilities in their lives to get sucked... Like... God forbid you like something else. Mm. That's it. I, you know, I, it, I tried watching a bit of Secret Invasion and I, I stopped watching it because I was watching going, this is a boring ITV drama that happens to have Sam Jackson occasionally I, in it. But I I don't believe... I, I believe he entered a room, filmed all his scenes and then left that room. Mm. But but and and like the knock on impact of that show is probably going to be in films next year, but you're not going to have any fucker going back to Secret Invasion to watch it to to know. Like Secret Invasion feels like a a bit not exactly last ditch, but a bit of a right. Let's just put stars into it and see if that works. Like Olivia Coleman is in the MCU. She's an Oscar-winning actress, and, and like recently, and cool. She's just gonna be a character in a six-part TV show. Lord knows if she'll ever be back in the MCU again, and if she is, people are gonna be going, "Who the fuck's this?" Mm-hmm. Well done, everyone. Yep. Um, yeah. Just. They need. I they, get they, they bored need... talking about the MCU. Yeah. By the way, I hate fucking talking about it. They need to really just like 
I, I, I worry. I don't think that they can turn this ship around now. I don't know. You're gonna... I think it, it, it's in too much of a rocky waters. Um, Endgame was great. Endgame was a fuck. It was a miracle and the culmination of like a decade's worth of storytelling that felt joined up. Mm. It felt purposeful. Yeah, it's just all over the place. Nothing place, they've done. No, nothing they've done after feels like they know what they're mm. doing. Yeah, it all feels like filler while they work out what the fuck to do next. And basically, it's in case of emergency, break the X-Men glass. Yeah, which they're going to do. Um, yeah. John Dangerfield, it's Halloween month. What horror rewatches will you be including this month? Uh, I mean, we're going to be d- doing some for the next time we record, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Um, which we'll talk about. I want to do. I want to do all the rings, Ooh. US and US and American. And I've never actually seen rings, so um, look forward to talking about that probable piece of shit in a couple of weeks. Yeah, don't. Because I just watch horror all the time. The only one that I am quite <laughs> strict with, like quite adamant that I want to watch before Halloween this year because I haven't been able to do it for the last couple of years is Trick or Treat. Because it's never on anything. Nice. Mm. And I, I fucking love Trick or Treat. Yeah. That's a good show. Yeah, I'll, I'll do Trick or Treat. Um, usually end up watching Candyman at some point or over Halloween. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I might again re-watch Halloween. We usually do Halloween, don't we? Mm. So yeah, there's not that that many possibly because, like I say, you you can often make me watch horror all the time. <laughs> well, that segues quite nicely into what are we covering next week. Yeah, next week. Next week, next week, Mark and Becky, your mother sucks cocks in hell. <laughs> the Exorcist films. Yep, all of them. <laughs> I'm so pumped for it. Including, <laughs> including Exorcist: The Beginning. And Dominion prequel to The Exorcist. Yep. The same film ish. Yep. Made by two completely different directors. Yeah. And I'm I'm, I'm looking forward to rewatching those. We actually watched Dominion quite a lot, didn't we? Mm. Back in the day. It used to be one of our We've Got Home and We're Tipsy with the takeaway films, didn't it? Mm. <laughs> Dominion prequel to The Exorcist directed by Paul Trader was your We're, we're Tipsy and Need to Stick Something On film. Yeah. <laughs> I think we're taking them on holiday with us, aren't we? Yeah, we're gonna watch some. We might. Watch, we're gonna take them on holiday. We're gonna, we're gonna probably watch some of them at some point. Yeah. Some balcony watches. Yeah, balcony watches. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Freak everyone out on the other balconies. Yeah. <laughs> Love that for us. Yeah. Right. With um, our daily restocked mini but... fridge full of wine. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, but it, it, as a programming note, like I'll. I, I, you know, I'll probably get this out in the next few days. It might be a little while then until the uh, the Exorcist one. So I think we're probably not going to be able to record to like a week Wednesday. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it it might be a couple of weeks from when you hear this that we're back with that. Yeah. Well, this uh, is basically but we'll, we'll, our we'll next we'll Wednesday recording, see how it goes. isn't it? Yeah. 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 So it's really... just yeah, it's just the fact that we're recording on a Sunday, so I'll probably get this out a little bit earlier in the week than I otherwise would. So that there'll just be probably a bit of a gap. Is yeah, all. We're not stiffing you guys, you're still getting the same amount. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Well that was episode five ten. 
think, I think we did think we did well on that. Say so we had like four days to prepare. I think we did all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did pretty damn good. Well, thank you very much, Rebecca. Thanks, Mark. And thank you very much, Ian. Do you know what she you, she did? Your cunting daughter. What? What you broke up a little bit there? <laughs> we just got cunting daughter. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what you did? What? Oh fuck! I fucked it up. Do you know what she did? Your cunting daughter. <laughs> <laughs> I actually genuinely thought that you were talking about our daughter then. Yeah. She, she, she is. She is a bit of a cunt. Yeah. Um, yeah. Fair enough. We shall speak to you next week, kind of. Next time. In the future. Goodbye. Bye, everyone. Goodbye.